Welcome to Word Encounter with Dr. Abiodun Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. It's my prayer that as you listen to this week's message, the Lord will bless you abundantly. Let's join Dr. Charles Abiodun for today's message. Father, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you, we adore you for another week of coming into your presence for another beautiful podcast. Thank you, Father, because you're going to bless us once again today because each time we come into your presence, you are full of loads of blessings to Lord pour out unto us. And this week, once again, you will do the same. You will bless us, Lord, where we need your blessing, where we need your healing, where we need salvation, where we need deliverance, where we need restoration. Father, where we need encouragement, you will reach out unto us by your power, by your spirit. That by the time we are concluding this week's podcast, O Lord God, we know indeed that you have visited us by your power and by your spirit and by your word. In the name of Jesus, Lord, touch us at every point of our needs, O Lord, that we, we know that you, the Lord God of heavens, our Father, our Creator, you have touched us and we will never be the same in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because there will be a turnaround for good for us and your name shall be glorified. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you, brethren, for being part of this week's podcast. I'm Dr. Bjordan welcoming every one of you. I'm glad that you Taking our time to be part of this week's edition. The Lord bless you, really good in the name of Jesus. Our topic this week is authority of a believer. And our text is from Matthew chapter 18, verse 18. Authority of the believer. Our text is Matthew chapter 18, verse 18. And I'm reading from I'm reading from the New King James Version and say, Assuredly, I say to you, whatever. You bind on earth, will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth, we believed in heaven. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth, will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth, will be loosed in heaven. Authority of a believer. By definition, who is a believer? A believer is one who holds on to a belief. A believer is one who is persuaded in a particular idea or ideology. And in the context of our discourse this week, we're going to take a believer as one who holds on to to the Christian belief of faith or persuasion that Jesus was punished and killed for the sin of the world and that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. Just as we're told in John chapter 3 verse 16. And what is authority? Authority is enabling power to do, to carry out, or to execute something. To be given authority is to be given power. To be authorized to do something is to be empowered to do something. For example, a traffic warden or police officer who is authorized to control the traffic is obeyed. He lifts off his hand for people to stop, for cars to stop, and they stop. He waves his hand for cars to move, and they move because he's been delegated the power, the authority to control the traffic. Authority is usually bestowed on the lesser by the greater. It takes someone operating at a higher power to delegate authority to another person who is at a lower power, authority level. The authority of a believer is derived from God as he is the only one who can give true authority. Hallelujah. 
John chapter 19, verse 11, said Jesus answered, You could have no power at all against me unless it had been given you from above. Therefore, the one who delivered me to you has the greater sin. Say, You could have no power at all except it's been given unto you from above. God gives authority. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29, say, Gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, increases strength. That's God. And Luke chapter 10 verse 19 says, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's Jesus speaking there. He has given us authority. And Matthew chapter 28 verse 18 says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Hallelujah. So what are the reasons for the authority? Why the need for the authority? Number one, Jesus came into the world to destroy the works of the enemy. That's the devil. That's what 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 tells us. He says, He who sins is of the devil. For the devil was as sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And before Jesus departed, he gave the believer the authority to carry on this assignment of destroying the works of the enemy. That's what we read in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, where it says, He has given us authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy, that nothing shall by any means hurt us. So, the primary reason, or the first reason why we need the authority, why the authority exists, is that the works of the devil may be destroyed. And secondly, Jesus came to give an abundant life to man in place of the stealing, killing, and destruction that the enemy brought to man. If you read John chapter 10, verse 10, the Bible says, The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Say, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. That's Jesus speaking there. That he has come to give us life more abundantly in place of the killing, the stealing, and the destruction that the enemy has given to man. And that means... The second purpose, the second reason why we need authority is that we might have a life of abundance. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20, Jesus said, Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That's for the purpose that we may have an abundance of life. Preaching the gospel to people that they may have an abundance of life. I say we always be with us till the end of the age. And then number three, God has chosen to turn into foolishness the wisdom of this world by using the believer to confound the enemy. That's a third reason. God wants to prove to the devil that he's not smart, he's not wise, he's foolish. Hallelujah. And he's using believers that the authority has given to them to accomplish that purpose. First Corinthians chapter 1, if you read verse 20, it says, Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? And you read from verse 27 to verse 29 of that same first Corinthians chapter 1, it says, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the best things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In order for God to turn to foolishness, the so-called wisdom of a devil, 
He has given man authority. He has given believers the authority to show the devil that he's not smart, he's not wise, but he's foolish. Hallelujah. And then number four, God has given man the authority to control, I mean, authority and control of the earth because the earth he has given to man as man's constituency. What do I mean? Psalm 115 verse 16 tells us that the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's. But the earth he has given to the children of men. He has given the earth to man as his constituency. Oh, don't I mean mind the fact that man sold that authority to the devil in the Garden of Eden. But thank God, man reclaimed it back to Jesus. And that's the authority Jesus has given back to man to rule over the earth. Because God has given the earth to man as his constituency. And that is why God will not do anything without man. And man cannot do anything without God. Hallelujah. When is the authority received? When do we lay hold upon that authority as a believer? When do we receive the authority? And I say, as an answer, it's at the new birth. Hallelujah. The moment you are born again, you receive that authority. Because John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13 says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born, not of blood, nor of nor of the will of the, the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. So the moment you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have the right to become the ch- a child of God. And the moment you believe in his name, the name of Jesus, you receive that authority. So it's not until one has been in Christ for so many years. The moment one is born again, he has authority over the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And what is the scope of the authority? Hallelujah. Number one, over all the power of the enemy. Over all the power of the enemy. We've read that over and over again. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. He said, I give you the authority to trample on serpents, on scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Over all the powers of the enemy. So you have authority over all the power of the enemy. That is scope. Number two, in it, it, that authority extends both here on earth and to heaven. Because he said, Whatever you bind in heaven or on earth shall be bound. That's Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. He said, And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And Matthew chapter 18, verse 18, which is our text, says, Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We be loosed in heaven. We be loosed in heaven. So the authority you are given extends not just I mean, your praise not just on earth here, it extends to heaven. Hallelujah. Whatever you bind here on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you lose here on earth is bound in heaven. Hallelujah. And what are the prerequisites for operating the authority that we're given as believers? Number one, the new birth. You must be born again. John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. Remember? So as many as uh, I mean, as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Who were born, not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. The new birth gives you a prerequisite for you to receive that authority. You remember the story or the account of the seven sons of Sceva in Acts chapter 19. You can read it in, from verse 14 to verse 16. When they approached a man, he said, And also there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house naked and 
wounded. The demon said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? There was no relationship between them and God. There was no relationship between them and Christ. Paul had a relationship with God. Paul had a relationship with Christ. That's why we, I mean, exercise the authority. They wanted to exercise the authority, but they lacked the same relationship. And they were humiliated. They were wounded. They were, you know, almost killed. Number two thing, apart from the new birth, apart from, you know, having... The new birth, being born again, is you must live a life of holiness, holiness, holiness. First Peter chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. Say, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. Number three, if you must operate in the power of the believer, the authority of the believer is obedience. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We must obey the mandate that God has given us, Jesus has given us. When we walk in the obedience of fulfilling this mandate, the authority will begin to operate. We begin, we become operational in our lives. We begin to exercise that authority because it accompanies us as we obey God, as we fulfill the mandate that Jesus has given us. Hallelujah. And finally, 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 how is the authority operated? How do we operate in the authority of the believer. Number one, by faith. By faith. By faith. Number two, by boldness. And number three, by the use of the name of Jesus. I say number one, by faith. Acts chapter 6, verse 6 says, And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Stephen did all that he did because he was full of faith. And the faith produced power, authority, that made him to begin to do great wonders and signs among the people. And I say number two, boldness. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 1 says, The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Hallelujah. You don't see a lion running away from every other animal. No way. And other animals run away from the lion. The lion is the king of the forest. Hallelujah. So, the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. You must be bold if you want to exercise your authority of a believer. Number three, which is the final one there, I say you must make use of the name of Jesus Oh, to exercise that authority. Because Mark chapter 16, verses 17 and 18 says, and these signs will follow those who believe in my name. That's Jesus speaking there. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly, anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Hallelujah. That's the authority. But it comes from the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Remember the name of Jesus has been so highly exalted above every other name. That's what Philippians chapter 2 tells us. He said the name of Jesus has been so highly above, I mean exalted so highly exalted above every other name that the name of Jesus every knee must bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Beloved, God has given you as a believer the authority to rule, to reign and to dominate here on earth and it is left for you to learn to appropriate this authority and thereby exercise his authority over the works of the enemy. Oh, I pray today that you begin to exercise our authority that God has given you as a believer. 
And perhaps you're still there. You have not yet known Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. You need him as your personal Lord and Savior because that's the only way you can begin to exercise this authority of the believer we're talking about. And I'm giving you the invitation right now that you will come unto the Lord and receive him as your Lord and Savior and begin to operate in the authority that he has made available to you. Just say these words after me with a repentant heart, with a heart that is remorseful, and the Lord will accept you. Say, after me, say, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today to confess and repent of my sin. Forgive me, O Lord, cleanse me, and make me your own. Fill me with your spirit and help me to live for you. I severe my allegiance to the devil, and I choose to live for you from today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me pray for you, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray for my brethren, O Lord, your people, Lord God, who have come to you, Lord Jesus, today, acknowledging they have sinned, acknowledging that you are the Savior of their souls. Lord, as they come unto you, repenting of their sins, confessing them, O Lord, and repenting of them, and coming unto you, turning unto you, O Lord, for deliverance, O Lord, I ask that you will not reject them, you will accept them, and you begin to walk with them, O Lord God. Fill them, oh, by your Spirit, O Lord, that your Spirit will begin to guide them, instruct them, and make them to live for you in the name of Jesus. That having put their hands to the plow, they will never look back. They will walk on, O Lord, to the end, and Lord, they will receive that beautiful crown of glory that you have for every faithful saint of yours. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. The power to keep overcoming the devil whose allegiance, Lord God, they have severed from today, Lord, give unto them. And let them live in victory, exercising the authority of the believer that you have given them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Beloved, I want to congratulate you and really appreciate God on your behalf for making you to take this beautiful decision of coming to know Jesus. I want you to know that you become a new creature. That's what the Bible says. All things have passed away and the Lord will begin to work for you, through you, and your behalf in the name of Jesus. I want to give you a piece of an advice. Please look for a Bible-believing church around you. Join yourself with them. Begin to fellowship with them. Begin to worship with them. And as you do so, you begin to you know, learn the ways of the Spirit, the ways of God. You begin to study the Word of God with them, begin to fellowship with them, begin to witness with them, and thereby you begin to grow in the Spirit, and you begin to learn how to make use of the authority of the believer that God has given you. And I know it shall be well with you. Perhaps you have any question or anything you want to inquire about, you want to ask about, please feel free to reach me on the telephone number that will be dictated at the end of this podcast or you can reach me through the email address that will also be dictated. And I will be glad to answer your questions and to reach out to you. The Lord bless you. Really good. Before we bring the podcast to a close, let's just say these few prayer points. And our first prayer point says, My Father and my God, give to me an obedient heart to always accept and walk by your word. Let powers of darkness bow before me as I walk in obedience to your word. My Father and my God, Give to me an obedient heart to always accept and walk by your word. 
Let powers of darkness bow before me as I walk in obedience to your word. Prayer. My Father and my God, give unto me an obedient heart to always accept your word, O Lord, and walk by the word. In the name of Jesus, let the powers of darkness bow before me as I walk in obedience to your word. In the name of Jesus, let the powers of darkness bow before me as I walk in obedience to your word. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. We're going to pray a second prayer point. Say, my Father and my God, grant me the grace to live holy and pure unto you all my days. Let no power of the enemy be able to overcome or prevail against me. Say, my Father and my God, grant me the grace to live holy and pure unto you all my days. Let no power of the enemy be able to overcome me or prevail against me. Prayer, my Father and my God, grant me the grace to live holy and pure unto you all my days. Lord, teach me to live in holiness, live in purity unto you all my days, O Lord. Let no power of the enemy be able to overcome me. Let no power of the enemy be able to prevail against me, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. And finally, we're going to pray to my Father and my God. Let the name of Jesus continue to walk in my life, pulling down every stronghold of a devil. Keep away from my life sickness and affliction as I call upon the name of Jesus. My Father and my God, let the name of Jesus continue to walk in my life, pulling down every stronghold of a devil. Keep away from my life, O oh Lord, sickness and affliction as I, as I call upon the name of Jesus. Prayer. My Father and my God, I pray, O oh Lord God, that the name of Jesus will continue to walk in my life, O oh Lord God, pulling down every stronghold of the enemy, pulling down every stronghold of the devil in my life, in my home, in my ministry, in all of my affairs, in the name of Jesus. Lord, keep away from my life sickness, affliction, infirmity, diseases, O oh Lord God. Ah, Father evil, O oh Father Lord, keep away affliction, danger from my life, O oh Lord God, from my home, from my ministry, Lord, as I keep calling upon the name of Jesus, the name that is above every other name. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, Father, for another time that we have enjoyed in your presence this week. Lord, give you glory and honor for everything. Thank you, Lord. For the impartation you have given us, O oh Lord, this day. Thank you, Father, for your word that has come unto us because it will not return unto you void, but you accomplish your purpose in our lives, in our homes, in our ministries, in our nations, in the name of Jesus. That, Father, from this moment on, we begin to live, O oh Lord God, and exercise the authority of the believer that you have given us. In the name of Jesus, we go on trampling upon serpents, upon scorpions, upon all the powers of the enemy, and nothing will in any way hurt us in the name of Jesus. We begin to pull down every strong of the enemy wherever they are in our lives, in our homes, in our nations, Lord, in our neighborhoods, everywhere we go, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let the authority, O Lord God, that you have given us begin to operate through us, Lord, and let your name be glorified. Let your name be exalted. Let your kingdom be expanded here on earth, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray for every one of my listeners this week, O Lord God, Father, you will keep them, you will pull them, Lord, you will shield them from danger, from evil, in the name of Jesus. I declare where Wherever they are, Lord, the land they are located in, Lord God, their residence, their homes, their offices, wherever they are, Lord, as the land of Goshen, Lord, where no evil is permitted. In the name of Jesus, you will keep them, O Lord. And they are going out and they are coming in, your angels will watch over them, and it shall always be well with them. When next we meet again, it shall be for joy, shall be for celebration, shall be for testimonies of the Lord's goodness, of the Lord's faithfulness, of the Lord's mercies. 
In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Beloved, we go into this week victorious, overcoming, living in dominion, exercising the God-given authority, and no power be able to challenge you. In the name of Jesus. Keep on living victoriously. Keep on dominating because that's what God has called you to do. He has made you more than a conqueror. He has given you power to overcome by the blood of the Lamb. And you will keep overcoming. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you, brethren. Remain blessed and keep loving Jesus. Believe you've been blessed by today's message. For inquiries and further spiritual help, you can reach Dr. Charles Abiodu on plus 234-809-623-7300. Plus 234-809-623-7300. Or you can send an email to wordexplorersministry at gmail.com. Till we come your way again next week, remain blessed and rapturable.